Welcome to the Tuned In Podcast. I'm Post-Gazette TV writer Rob Owen, and I am joined today by online features editor Sharon Eberson. Hey, Sharon. Hi, Rob. And media writer Maria Shulo. Hey, Maria. You forgot who I was, didn't you? I, I don't know. I'm just all off today, what can I say? <laughs> Hi, Rob. Uh, we're going to talk three TV topics. Sweet Bitter on Stars, Cobra Kai on YouTube Red, and then we will look at Saturday Night Live and... Uh, its relevancy once again in the culture. Uh, first, though, we have Sweet Bitter, which is a series on stars. It's a half-hour show, but it's definitely not a comedy. It's a drama. Mm-hmm. Half-hour drama based on a novel that was popular, I guess, among some <laughs> subset of the readership audience. I have to admit, I had never heard of this one. Um, and, you know, having watched a couple episodes of the show, I'm really not sure what was so great about the book and the uh, TV show is um, so dull and everything you would expect in the story of a small-town Ohio girl who moves to Manhattan to gets a job working in a restaurant and then she's doing drugs and having sex. And, I mean, how many times have we seen that before? It just seemed so... Ah, yeah, you know, so cliche. Well, here here's the thing though. Um, Stephanie Dan- Danler, who um, wrote the book, uh, was a waitress, or you know, I guess before she got a book deal, um, in these very classy restaurants in New York. And uh, she, I've actually read like about the first hundred pages of the book, which focuses more on showing us the world, this crazy world that she enters kind of unprepared and you have to kind of wonder how that character you know got the job in the first place with no experience uh it's more of like looking at this world through her eyes whereas the series kind of just focuses on her and unfortunately she's standing around a lot like with things happening to her and (laughs) i can't believe that you know she's supposed to be doing things and she's not because they need to show you these other characters, including Caitlin Fitzgerald, who plays a an all-knowing kind of sort of mentor, um, right? Who uh, was actually the sutress in the latest um, incarnation mm-hmm. of um, Unreal, and yeah, it's just like I don't know. I was really expecting something different. It's not a really long series. It's what like six episodes, thirty minutes or something. I, I, but I think something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's set in, I think, what, 2006, 2008? Correct. So, you know, it is presumably a different time. But, you know, right now, the Time's Up Me Too uh, era with restaurant workers is, is a huge issue. And, you know, the setting of it in those days, I guess, makes it seem more acceptable for some of the stuff that goes on. I don't know. I'm not going to watch the rest of it. I, I can't no, lie. I'm, I'm definitely <laughs> I'm just... not either. Especially when the other new stars series Vita is so much better. But I we'll keep meaning to maybe watch talk that. About that yes. One another time. Yes. All right. Let's go into our second topic, which is Cobra Kai, which is the Karate Kid saga continues. I had no Woo! idea that Karate Kid was a saga, but <laughs> and it continues. Um, uh, this is a follow-up series. It's a half-hour series. Again, not a comedy. Much mm. more of a drama than I expected it to be. Um, and it takes, uh, you know, the two characters from the original Karate Kid, Daniel LaRusso, played by Ralph Macchio, who is now a successful car dealership owner, and 
then his nemesis from the first film, Johnny, played by William Zabka, who is now a down-on-his-luck um, sad sack. And uh, suddenly they're sort of going at it again through the first two episodes. They reconnect. Um, Johnny is embarrassed at his sad lot in life. Daniel mm, mostly doesn't lord it over him, but a little bit. Uh-huh. Um and then Johnny goes and opens a new Cobra Kai studio and is mentoring a young kid who lives in his apartment complex. Um, there's a lot going on with um, young characters. Uh, Ralph Macchio's daughter has a big storyline I wasn't expecting. It's, it's weird because when they announced it, I, the way they promoted it in the announcement, I thought it was going to be a comedy. And it's so not a comedy. And I yeah. also don't know who it's for because... For nostalgia, it's for the adults, but so much of the second episode is about these teenagers that it seems like it's actually more for teenagers. So I, I thought it was relatively well done for what it was. I'm just not sure who's supposed to be watching it. I assume it's on YouTube. It's got to be young people. Well, the, I mean, this is historic for us, isn't it? Yeah. It's our first YouTube Red Channel um, review. I actually kind of thought it was really interesting because it kept flipping the script on a bunch of... Uh, well, if you've seen like every there, every saga, and there is a saga, Rob. Yes, Will Hillary oh, Swank show up. Yeah. When I think of saga, I think of right. something more popular than this. Yeah, I mean, and and it was really interesting to see that even though they're trying to make um, now it's William Zopka, not Billy Zopka, <laughs> who's also a um, producer on this. You know, he plays Johnny, who's apparently his whole life went to crap after. He got kicked in the face with what he says was an illegal move. After uh, after the yeah. many illegal moves he did um, right. in this um, high school showdown, right? Yeah. But but you know what? Yeah, sweep the leg. Um, you're 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 feeling sorry for him, and then then he starts acting like this amazing jerk, and you're thinking he's going to take this uh, Miguel, who is this very winning sort of uh, character, a neighbor played by Zolo Maraduena, and he he's going to turn him into like this version of him, like a monster. Cause he seems like a really sweet kid. I, well, well right. what's amazing is, you know, you see him so down on his luck and you, you see his resentment towards um, Daniel and, and Daniel's success. And you think maybe he learns a lesson or he had <laughs> some evolution, but given the opportunity to be an, the Neanderthal that his sensei was, he just turns into that, which is so bizarre. I mean, it'll be interesting to see if he has any evolution as a um, as a human being, frankly, because that's what do- hasn't seemed to happen for him. Well, that's why we need to see beyond the free. The free first two <laughs> I episodes. don't know. I didn't know if I could <laughs> which I think I might. Um, so was, you're going to subscribe to YouTube Red? Oh, you can always get a free one month, month trial yeah. of anything, Rob. Oh, you know, I mean, Edward I mean, Asner uh, shows up in this. Um, the production values are better than I expected for a YouTube uh, presentation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Ralph Macchio showed up in so many weird ways in things like on Entourage and whatever that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but you. 
the idea of them, you should excuse the expression, both kickstarting their <laughs> going backwards to, to move forward with, with their careers is, seems so bizarre. But Rabbi, I'm surprised you would say you didn't know this was a saga or whatever, but you have to know how cultish it is, the fact that they did do so many sequels. Again, Hillary Swank, um, you know, oh, trying. I'm just making, I'm yeah, just yeah. making fun. I mean, when yeah. I think saga, I think Star Trek, Star Wars, <laughs> you know, superhero stuff. I don't think Karate Kid. I know there have been multiple iterations of it mm-hmm. um obviously it, it holds a fond place in some people's hearts i guess i'm just not one of those those oh, people I, I, I will say it. i thought that the first half hour i was i was kind of refreshingly surprised with how the focus was on the johnny character and yeah. sort of how down and out he was and and i actually thought there was some frankly nuance to it that i wasn't necessarily expecting but then in episode two, I felt like some of that went out the window, as you say, Sharon, when suddenly he's going to become his old, like his old uh, sensei master. And, and I, I don't know where it's going. I don't know where it's going. I don't think it's a bad show. Um, I just, uh, I'm not, again, the audience, it's, it's interesting. It's like, we're going to do something for the, 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 the boomers and Gen Xers in order to get attention for this show. But then we're going to turn around and make it for for our young millennial audience. But see this, and younger. yeah. But again, this is a show for me because I am interested. I loved those movies growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, when I went out to cover Dancing with the Stars when Ralph Macchio was on the Heinz Ward season, <laughs> oh, yeah. I got to talk to him several times, and he looked about thirty years old, which was just you know amazing. Uh, I think part of the and one of the things I really liked about this show, and you talk about it, it does have some touches of humor. There's a time when um, Johnny is is trying to instill this killer instinct into this <laughs> nice neighbor. And he's talking, and I can't use the terms here, he's talking very macho, graphic male terms. And and the kids start saying, well, actually, the counsel- my counselor says that we shouldn't be using um, right. such gender stereotypes. And it, it just, you know, you, you expected him to pick you know, Miguel up and throw him across the room or something. Well, he's totally living in the past. And I think, you know, again, for the nostalgia um, folks, the people who are being nostalgic about this series, there's that. And there's um, totally, as you would expect, uh, references and tributes to Pat Morita's character, which uh, I was wondering how they would do that. They acknowledge, they're acknowledging the fans and their cult. And I think that's a real smart move, too. Um, and didn't you love seeing the newspaper clipping? Oh, yeah, absolutely. How, how would you have covered that final right. climactic, <laughs> you know, uh, face kick? <laughs> and, and I remember um, Ralph Macchio was recently on EW Radio and said that they had taken unused footing from footage, footage from yeah. the first movie. And you see it right up front of how they showed him getting kicked in the face and I thought it was kind of cool yeah they they definitely incorporated the past I'm very, too much very quickly no, no, but no but they very I mean I think it was so smart I mean mm-hmm. they, they brought you in by bringing you mm-hmm. back to the past and and then zooming you to the present I think that was really mm-hmm. smart it seems like the people behind it are being very smart about it yeah I think that's right I think that's right well we will uh, see what becomes of Cobra Kai. Um, I'm probably not going to set up the YouTube grid just yet, but but Maria, you let me know how it goes, and maybe I will. Sure. 
<laughs> All right, let's move on to our final topic, which is Saturday Night Live and what it is having to say in the culture and its relevancy. Sharon, I think this was one that was particularly of interest to you. Uh, I, actually, I, I would say Maria and I haven't stopped talking about it. Um, you know, I was getting really, really tired of uh, Alec Baldwin's Donald Trump, and I think a lot of their... Um, uh, they were getting a little stale too, because so many people are are doing um, you know their anti-Trump thing um, nightly, like Stephen Colbert, uh, and and doing it if you care for, for that sort of thing fairly well, bringing in people, doing it interestingly, and then they started bringing in stars, um, you know, right at the beginning, you know, Ben Stiller and Robert De Niro showing up as as uh, various people. Um, Stiller's Martin been playing Short. Michael, but that was this week. Yeah, I, they started off yeah. with those two, and then um, Martin Short uh, as the, the doctor who was dictated to was hilarious, um, and Scarlett Johansson, um, who has become a regular since she started dating a uh, head writer Mike, uh, Colin Jost. So yeah. we've, we've we've seen quite quite a bit of her, but. You know, there were times when um, SNL was on everybody's uh, radar. I, you know, um, obviously um, Kate McKinnon um, uh, when uh, Hillary Clinton lost, um, and there were things that that you had to see SNL for. And going way, way back, their musical guests really mattered in in a way. You know that um, that had their fingers on the pulse of pop culture, but never more so than this week, with not only having Donald Glover be a great host. I mean, it was, I think, for me, it was the funniest episode of of the year. And and Oh, and you know he he wrote these things, too. And and joked about the fact that, you know, how he had failed in his auditions for it several times um, and went on to other things. Um, But he has done... um, a uh, video which he did sort of a uh, condensed version of, although some of the dancing is in it, um, called mm-hmm. This is America, um, that is has everybody talking. Uh, it's about violence. It's about um, life uh, on the uh, in in black neighborhoods. Uh, it's um, when it's This is America. I think it's This is uh, Black America. Uh, at least that's what he's depicting. Uh, the video shows a, a African American gospel choir being gunned down, uh, and he is. It's sort of a naked truth for him. He's he's only got pants on in it. He's sort of very exposed in it. Uh, his his motions are sometimes lyrical, uh, sometimes, um, you know, uh, dissonant and jerky. It's it's just this amazing piece of uh, performance art that has everybody talking. And if um, they hadn't found it on YouTube, certainly the appearance on SNL um, uh, kick-started that discussion uh, and made it... Yeah, you it, really have to yeah. look at the YouTube version. Yeah, so... Um, it seemed to me this week like, you know, almost like SNL got its mojo back. Now, maybe they have to have Don Glover every week. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, you know, going like I said, going back to Sinead O'Connor, you know, ripping up the picture of the Pope, there, there are just things that have happened on that show that have really um, gotten uh, the conversation started, America talking, and Donald Glover brought that uh, like crazy this week. Um, Maria, now you, you what um, you heard from your daughter who said you have to see the video, or well, no, yeah. yeah, the next morning, um, you know, my daughter said you've got to watch this video first. You have to watch it just looking at him, and then watch it again looking at 
what's going on around. And it's, it's, I'll just give you a, a hint, for example, when Sharon referred to the choir being gunned down, um, guns in this video are treated very reverently. And after he guns down, the, his character guns down the choir, he just walks away like Dylan Roof did. But he hands the gun, the guns are always handed off to someone, they're, they're cradled. Um, and uh, the and but the bodies are left where they are. So it's it's a, his commentary on uh, obviously it's a commentary on how society treats uh, people, uh, the the results of gun violence on uh, humans versus you know the the guns themselves. Uh, it's it, it's an, uh, a gut wrenching and harrowing and a must see. Uh, I I think. Um, and it'll be interesting how SNL can. <laughs> and top it will this. be interesting seeing how Disney reacts, yeah. considering he's about to be one of the named stars in one of the biggest franchises that Disney owns. Which is so bizarre. On, During Flash yeah. last night, they did um, two Star Wars. Yeah, Solo, the Star Wars, a Star Wars story. During the Flash last night, they had two promos with um, he and Aaron Reich. What's his first name? And, uh, the, uh, who's playing Han Solo? In I this? can't pronounce his last name. Is it Aaron? Is what's it, his first uh, name? Aaron. It is Aaron. Oh, uh, it's Aaron Reich. Is he? Is that the? Do no, I have it right I, now? You know what? We are guy. we are both blanking out on here. I, uh, yeah, I forgot it. Uh, so, um, so he, Chewbacca, and Han Solo are, are it, as <laughs> themselves, except for Chewbacca, who uh, you know who isn't in this, um, are doing these promos, just talking, and um, and it's a whole different Donald Glover. It's a totally different um, guy um, there, and yeah, th for him to have come out with this while he's on the promotional tour. Um, for S Solo, which comes out, uh, I think, May 25th, is amazing. And uh, he's going to be on Jimmy Kimmel this week, maybe tonight. And uh, I can't wait to see how the conversation goes. And, uh, and again, how, I mean, maybe Disney... Uh, I don't think Disney reacts. Why would Disney react? Uh, well, they can't be happy about it. And by the way, it's Alden Ehrenreich. Alden. Which, yeah. I was right. Yeah, Ehrenreich. I can well, never remember. You know, I, I don't think they're going to, I'm not talking about publicly, but they can't be happy. It's yeah, so one of their stars doing something creative. I don't think, I don't think they can have much to say about it. Um, yeah. mm, I, I mean, creative is one thing. Controversial is another. It, it'd be interesting. I, I can't. I think the fact that um, people's curiosities are piqued might be a good thing. Um, hopefully they're looking at it that way. Uh, and it'll also be interesting, again, how now that they're in um, the interview mode, um, Donald Glover plays uh, Lando Calrissian uh, in, in, uh, as a young man in, in the movie. Um, so th while they're out on interviews, how he handles it, um, where he leads the discussion will be, you know, I think that will tell. I mean, there's a there's even in that SNL episode for for those of you who haven't seen it, there's even a skit about the tiny, <laughs> tiny representation yeah, of um, you know People dark color, faces, yeah. you know, in the Star Wars universe, which was yeah pretty. That was funny. funny. I thought that was I thought that was funny, and I actually bring it back to SNL. I actually think SNL has been pretty consistently good this season. I will say that. The Donald Trump Alec Baldwin thing has gotten a little old, but I think 
there's been plenty of other stuff that's been really funny. I mean, I don't feel like Kate McKinnon as Jeff Sessions has gotten old at all. Um, I do think bringing in some of the bigger stars mm-hmm. and making it a star-studded cold open this past week was a lot of fun and was a great a great way to do it that sort of um, got you past the, the tiredness of the Alec Baldwin Trump uh, character. Yeah, I feel like um, they needed to set themselves apart again, you know, that they are on top of the pop culture heap when it comes to this sort of t- to political commentary in a at a time when uh, the late other when late night shows are really um, jumping on that sort of thing. Yeah, so I'm eager to see where it goes the last couple of weeks of the season, and then uh, when we start up for September or October, whenever they start the new season, the midterms will be in full swing, so that will uh, give them still more fodder, thankfully, mm-hmm. or maybe not so much. Thankfully, <laughs> but for them, thankfully, for the rest of us, maybe not. Actually, right. it's funny. I was I was hoping that there would be a, somebody to do a Don Blankenship. Uh, <laughs> characterization right. but i guess we're not going to see that too yeah. bad there's yeah, always next week i'm probably thankful for that all <laughs> right know. that's going to do it for this week's tuned in podcast thank you maria hey thanks rob thank you sharon thanks rob and thanks as always to our producer melissa tack if you have any uh topic suggestions or comments please email me at rowen at post gazette.com and we'll chat with you again next week